This is a Baby Brunch podcast. Baby Brunch, the parenting series, is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. With FedHealth, you create your perfect medical aid. From the benefits you want to how and how much you pay. Visit fedhealth.co.za and switch to FedHealth now. FedHealth, create your aid. The month of October is Dental Hygiene Month. And we got hold of Natasha from Floss Practice. So I'm sorry that we were even bothering you in your car, but we've got your time. Natasha, it's great to see you. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Hello, Yolana. I'm good. You should say hi to everyone watching Baby Brunch. Hello, everybody on Baby Brunch. Natasha, I've known you as someone who is passionate about teeth for a very long time. From the days that we were studying through marriage and children, and now oral hygiene in the form of an oral hygienist. But before we talk about your practice, I want to talk about the relevance of oral hygiene in this month of October. Why do we celebrate a National Dental Health Hygiene Month? Why, why is it important that we create awareness about this? Well, it's a profession worth celebrating, isn't it? Um, during the month of October, we would like to celebrate the work that oral hygienists do. But we as, as dental hygienists would, would also like to create awareness about the importance of oral health. That's what it's for. This podcast is supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. The range of Epimax Baby and Junior gentle all-purpose emollient moisturizers is an all-day, everyday favorite for babies and children. Give your child a good start to every day by nourishing and protecting their skin with Epimax. So what would you say is good oral health? Good oral health is the absence of disease. Um, dental hygiene and oral health are often aspects that are taken for, gra- for granted. Um, but it's part of our everyday lives. We use, um, we we all brush our teeth every day. Well, I hope everybody does. <laughs> but we use floss and mouthwash and tongue scrapers and all sorts of things to clean our mouths every day. And um, yeah, that's that's the things that we use to prevent disease. I wanna I wanna get to the why we need to floss every day and all of that stuff, but. Uh, I remember when when I was pregnant with my first, you know, uh, going past the dentist is compulsory. You kind of have to do it as one of the routine check thing. How passionate are you about uh, oral hygiene and and pregnancy? Ooh, it's one of my favorite topics. Um, also, because I'm a mother and I've, I've I have three boys. I've been pregnant. I've been there. I know what it's like, but. When you start the journey in your pregnancy, there's so many things. It, it gets overwhelming because there's, there's a lot of information out there. And I, I, I assume with Baby Brunch, you all know there's a lot of information out there. And we don't always know where to touch and where to take and where to leave. And, you know, it can be very overwhelming. So for me, I love it to inform pregnant mommies. I love to see them early in their pregnancy even if I can see them when they start planning to have a baby, it's even better because we give them a lot of in, uh, advice. We give them a lot of information so that they know when they start to have bleeding gums or they start to have problems or they start to have questions like, will my baby take the calcium out of my teeth? Then they already know all these answers. They already know that it's fine and they already know that they are capable of taking care of their own teeth and their baby's teeth. Now, I must tell you at Mutbich, 
I thought I understood oral health and hygiene until my first uh, oral hygienist <laughs> appointment. And I have never seen more passion about people wanting to clean your teeth than an oral hygienist. Um, I also have implants. You know, as a child, I had a, a tooth injury at the back. So at some stage, I had to have an implant done. And it was compulsory that before you see, saw the surgeon that you have to see the oral hygienist first. And then you now go and do your implant. So, I mean, what kind of advice is there if you can give it to us offhand? This is obviously advice that's not just for pregnant women, but for all people. You know, do we need to floss every day uh, that whole thing about brushing teeth in the morning and at night is does it still apply or do we now add on a third time as well or after your pizza and lasagna do you do you brush your teeth even more uh, do you brush too hard how do I know if I need to have a soft or a hard toothbrush I mean this is all the stuff that people ask you in your chair while their mouths are gaping this big and you're busy scratching in there so go Natasha go go <laughs> yes aside from brushing, there's a whole lot of other tools that you can use to clean your mouth. Um, and when you go to an oral hygienist, she will also give you individualized advice. So mm. she will tell you what will suit your mouth because someone might have braces, they will need something else. Someone might have a bridge or an implant, so they will need a different type of floss than just the normal floss. So there's different tools that we can use, definitely. Flossing remains a very important part of our cleaning routine, but you don't have to floss all your teeth. You can only pick the ones that you really want to keep and then you floss those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me there. You see, <laughs> so someone also said to me, you, you must brush your teeth because they're forever, you know? So if you don't want teeth forever, then don't brush them. So that's really yeah, important. For sure. <laughs> floss the teeth that yes, you want to keep. Definitely. When we think of our babies, I mean, there's so many questions. Uh, when when do we start with toothpaste? I mean, oral hygiene for our, our babies and our toddlers, what kind of advice do you have for us? We would like to start brushing our teeth the moment they come into the mouth. So that's usually by the age of six months. And we usually start with toothpaste as well. But it's, we only use a small amount, like a, um, a rice grain size smear on the toothbrush and um, you can gradually increase the amount of toothpaste until about pea size by the age of three. Usually when you buy your first toothpaste for your baby, it's good to use a toothpaste that says zero to two years, which means there's not a lot of fluoride in there. So mm -hmm. if the baby swallows it, it's still safe for them. But fluoride is the thing in the toothpaste or the ingredient in the toothpaste that really helps us to protect the teeth against cavities. So fluoride is important and we can use them from the first day that we brush the teeth. But we can also start to um, clean the mouth even before the teeth come out in the mouth. And a lot of people don't know that. You can start to clean your baby's mouth since birth. So you, you use a small gauze. You know those small little square gauze mm. blocks that you get? You use one of them. You wrap them, wrap them around your index finger. You wet it a little bit and then just wipe the inside of the baby's mouth. So you can wipe inside of the cheeks, over the gums, um, over the tongue. You've probably seen um, in, in infants or in babies, we see like a small white layer, sticky layer on the tongue. That's probably milk residue. So if we clean it regularly, 
you know, it will probably go away. It might also be a first sign of oral thrush. That's also very common in babies. If it's persistent and it keeps on bothering you, you can see your oral hygienist or dentist or even your pediatrician. Um, they will give you advice on how to treat oral thrush. But cleaning the baby's mouth is important. You can try to do it once or twice a day. The textbooks actually suggest that you do it after every feed. Wow. Now, I don't know about you, Ilona, but as a mom, it's never, ever going to happen. If that mm. baby is asleep, you're not going to wake him up with wet balls <laughs> in his mouth. You're not, you're not going to even try. <laughs> you're just going to do it like once or twice a day. Bath time and in the morning when you yes. wash their face and clean their bum. Yes. Now, I, that's yes. A, I love the gore suggestion. You know, the, the older yes. people always say that uh, a nut lappy, you know, like a clean bus um, yeah. lappy. But I like a gauze suggestion because, yeah, it's a little bit more hygienic, right? Because it's not the yes, same. Yes, you can use a lappy. new one every time. Yeah. And it's very cheap. Uh, just a box of 100 gauze, they, they're not expensive at all. Yeah. But the problem with the lappy is that um, they might use the same lappy for the whole body and even the bum. <laughs> so it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> Yeah. When should our child see the dentist for the first time? There are many books written about it. I can tell you what was the talk topic in the three to four-year-old class this week. The top talk topic in the three to four-year-old class was, do you go to the dentist? Because I've been to the dentist. And then all the children wanted to go to the dentist because my kid was at the dentist. So when yes. do we take them for the very first time to see the oral hygienist and the dentist? Yeah, that's that's really important. In my practice, I like to see babies before their first birthday. And the reason for this is twofold. Number one, I want to do a dental checkup. Remember, by your first birthday, you've already had teeth for probably six months. You've already been exposed to a diet of some sort mm. for six months. So you can already have cavities by your first birthday. So a dental checkup is very important. So I just want to open that little mouth for, for just quickly. I just want to see if we have any cavities. Number two, the number two reason is to have the parents in the chair and to give them advice and to give them all the right info early in the life. So we're not going to hold the baby down when they're one year old to clean their mouths and to have a proper polish and fluoride treatment and all that. That's not what it's about. In our practice, we call it an exposure appointment, but it's not really even exposure because the baby can't remember anything. But it's very, very important to give the parents advice early in the child's life because by, by the first birthday, the parents have many questions. And that's what we use that appointment for, is to give them all the answers, they will ask me things like, can I put honey in the bottle? Can I put mm. baby juice in the sippy cup? Is it fine if my baby is um, sucking on her thumb? Um, what about pacifiers and dummies? My mm. child, can my child use the pacifier until three or four years old? Um, what do I do if my baby doesn't want to brush teeth? You know, all those things. They have questions when, because they've already had a baby now for a year. So then we use that time to inform them and to educate them and to help them and give them advice. You're talking about parents in the chair now. So how important is it to have your teeth checked while you're pregnant? Can you see the oral hygienist while you're pregnant? Yes, definitely. It's safe to see the oral hygienist or the dentist during pregnancy. Um, if you have a severe dental problem, the dentist will um, probably have to do 
some sort of dental procedure. But if we if they don't do that and the problem evolves and it becomes even worse, it can have serious complications in your pregnancy. And when I talk about serious complications, even up to premature birth. So we don't want to leave serious dental problems you know, without anyone knowing what's going on. So it's better to go and see your dentist. If it's not that serious, the dentist might ask you to wait until the honeymoon phase of the pregnancy, which is usually the second trimester, or that you will wait until the baby is born. But if it is a a serious problem and we need to do dental procedures, there's there's, uh, precautions that they can follow to make sure that the baby stays safe in your tummy. So they'll use injections that doesn't um, contain any adrenaline. They might use a a lead lead apron on you when they have to take x-rays. So there is ways to do dental treatment if it is necessary. Visiting your oral hygienist, as we've said before, is very important during pregnancy. The earlier I see the patient, the better. Even if I can see her before she falls pregnant, that's even better because we give them a lot of advice. We um, There's a lot of things happening during your pregnancy that makes the, the gums bleed. You are at a higher risk of getting cavities. So it's it's good to give them information early in their pregnancy. Speaking about uh, pregnancy and oral and dental hygiene, uh, Natasha has offered to write an article for us. So if you check out our website on babybrunch.co.za, you'll see her passion project right there. She's giving us practical examples. And also we unpack this topic even further in written form. So uh, pregnancy and oral health, if you want more information, uh, and you can find that on babybrunch.co.za. Natasha, while we still have some of your time, I mean, in your opinion, what is the best way for prevention? I'll tell you what happened to me. I mean, I thought that I'm the best mother because I've had three kids through my arms and two of them, uh, I'm stepmom too. And the one was my own and then the baby came and, and we had cavities and I didn't even notice or see them. And I felt like such a bad mother. I was like, I could have prevented this. Turns out it's something simple like there were a few nights that she would drink milky and then we didn't brush teeth afterwards. And so prevention for me, I think, is something that I want to support moms with. How can we prevent all of it? Because teeth are expensive if you have to fix them afterwards. Mm, definitely. Now, prevention is definitely better than care. In, 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 in this case, definitely. You want to install good oral hygiene habits from a very young age. And if we teach our children about prevention and taking good care of our teeth, because when we were little, you know, we didn't even know anything about flossing. Um, we, I, I only learned how to floss my teeth when I was, um, when I was studying oral hygiene. Um, there's many ways how we can maintain a good, um, a good standard of oral hygiene, but I think one of the one of the tools that is that is underestimated often is flossing, because flossing is one of the most important ways of preventing disease in the mouth. Um, when I started working as a young oral hygienist, I realized that not many people use floss, and of the few people that use it, that don't use it correctly. They, so my aim is to teach people, young and old, how to use floss properly, how to use it correctly. Why are you so passionate about cleaning people's teeth and making sure that everyone maintains good dental hygiene? 
Um, you know, Ilana, during these troubling times of coronavirus, um, it's important to remember that um, you get COVID-19 through your mouth. So wow. having a really good, healthy mouth is very important. If you have poor oral hygiene, if you have a lot of germs and a, and a lot of bacteria in your mouth, the chances of, of getting a, a secondary and um, um, bacterial infection in your airways and in your lungs is greater. And the same goes for heart problems. If you have poor oral hygiene, if you have a lot of germs and a lot of bacteria in your mouth, those same germs and same bacteria will end up in your bloodstream. Um, we have blood flow through our mouths. We have blood blood flow through the gums and the teeth. So if the bad oral hygiene or the bad bacteria enters your bloodstream, it goes through your heart and it goes through your heart by the minute. It doesn't take a week for bad stuff to get into your bloodstream. It happens really fast. So teaching people and educating people on the oral health is, is such an important part of, of my work. It's not just about cleaning their teeth. It's about teaching them and educating them and making sure that people know how to actually just do the basics, just do the basics of cleaning and, and, and having a healthy mouth. Yeah. I started my um, independent oral hygiene practice two years ago. And when I started my practice, I, the word floss was something really special to me. It was something that was, um, that was a symbol of health and it represents the, the passion that I have for my profession and the passion that I have to educate people and to teach people about having a healthy mouth. So the name of my practice is also floss. And um, yeah, on the website, our website is flosspractice.co.za. You, you can also see there what oral hygiene is all about. Um, uh, if you visit your own oral hygienist, wherever you are in South Africa or in the world, you will not just go for a teeth cleaning and you're not just going to go to get your teeth whitened. You're going to go to a dental professional who will be able to help you to prevent disease. And that is what it's about. You just made teeth brushing a whole lot more interesting. <laughs> You can find Natasha van Rieda van Oostwellen <laughs> on flosspractice.co.za. Also follow them on Facebook. It's Floss Practice. And on Instagram, Natasha Floss. And on Twitter, Natasha Floss. Other than that, just Floss. This podcast was supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. Epimax Baby and Junior is dermatologist approved, free of artificial colorants and fragrances, and is safe to use from birth. Touch, nourish, love your child's skin with Epimax Baby and Junior. Available from leading pharmacies and retail stores. Baby Brunch, the parenting series, is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. With FedHealth, you create your perfect medical aid. From the benefits you want to how and how much you pay. Visit fedhealth.co.za and switch to FedHealth now. FedHealth, create your aid.